Octopus is a podcast created by three mates, Mitch, Kippy and Dillo. This eclectic trio will discuss all their favourite topics, beers, ball sports, beers, banter and so much more. They'd like to thank and give a huge shout out to podcast partners, Noodles, for exceptional graphic design and Visus, streetwear from the Murray Lands. So make sure you hit up both Noodles and Visus. Now it's time to sit back and prepare yourself for all the banter that is the Bearded Triplets. This is your game now, gentlemen. Welcome along to episode 12. Yes, that's right. Episode 12 of the Bearded Triplets podcast. And as always, I'm joined by my good mates, little bitch Nick Dillon. How are you, mate? Shut up, mate. And big bitch Craig Kev. How are you, mate? Uh, a bit, <laughs> bit flat, but we'll push through. Might be no red wine, maybe, but let's go. It's not going to be the same without you necking two bottles of red wine per episode. Well, so you're on the... You're back on the pears and soda water, are you? Or? Soda water only, no pears. <laughs> I might have to uh, smash a shitload of wine after today, but let's push on. Good eye. Brilliant. All right. So, Kempi, with great beards come great responsibility. So, let's talk beards. Because if your dad doesn't have a beard, you've got two mums, two beardless mums. If your dad doesn't have... Let's talk beards and let's talk beard jokes. And I have a little short one for you, which I gave me a little bit of a chuckle. We'll see how you boys think. And oh, chuckles, Kemp. That's it. <laughs> All right. My friend just told me he, he is dating twins. I asked him if he had any trouble telling them apart. Not at all. It's really easy, actually. Helen's got blonde hair and Brian has a beard. <laughs> Not bad. That's, Not bad. Actually, that's the first one I've laughed at in about six weeks, Jargon. Uh, that was a real, real laugh by both of us. And Not one yeah. put on just to uh, make you feel good. That was, that was good. And it was probably actually a beard joke this time. Not just yeah, someone with a beard. Relevant. Uh, very good. All right, little short, sharp and shiny one for us. And so it's uh, time to move into ball sports. All right, gents, footy time, footy time, trade news, trade week, free agency. It's all happening. I think we'll start with uh, Kempi just giving us a bit of a list of some of the deals that have happened. And we'll um, have a chat about who we think won, who we think lost those trades. Yeah, I bloody love Trade Week. I don't know about you blokes, but I've listened to Trade Radio every day. I just can't get enough of it. It's almost yeah. like Christmas coming early in November. Yeah, I when, love it. When your team's shit, normally Trade Week is the highlight of the year. That's what it was yeah. for me for about 15 years. <laughs> <laughs> it is normally, but then when you're the Crows and you make no deals except um, trading future fourth-round picks, it's, it's, it's a struggle. And especially... But Brad Crouch go for his second rounder as well. Well, their hands were tied there, but we'll get stuck into it later. But um, mm. I, um, yeah, I've got a bit of a, speaking of trade week, I've got a bit of a wine time later um, with some trade week stuff. So, Very good. Um, okay, so deals that have been done in no particular order, and maybe just you blokes can say whether who won that deal, perhaps, or if it's a good deal. Um, okay. So Mc, McKernan to St. Kilda as a delisted free agent. That's a win to Essendon for getting Sean McKernan off their list. <laughs> No, nah, Smack's all right. Oh, Smacker's McKernan. Hey, he's a list clogger. No, nah, he's, he's all right. Bit of a nothing well, deal for mine. Nothing yeah. deal, but... Is he going to get much of a run at St Kilda? 
Like, who's he? I guess he's going to play ahead of. Yeah. He gets a couple hundred grand. That's what he gets. Um, Okay. Uh, Hardigan to the Hawks. um, An Adelaide receiver, future fourth rounder. Yeah. The Crows are the winner. winner. Don't have to deal with some bloke jumping up and missing it by three metres every week this time. Except when he plays on Tom Hawkins. He can actually defend okay, but when he tries to like kick a football 10 metres, he stuffs it up every time. So, um, yeah, I don't know what the Hawks are thinking, having Frost and Hardigan running mm. around their back lines. It's pretty sketchy <laughs> for mine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Crouch to St Kilda for an Adelaide received pick 23 in compensation. St Kilda winner. Yeah, St Kilda win comfortably. The only pick- question mark over that is the off-field stuff with Crouch. And durability. He's played 95 games in eight years. Yeah, but yeah. they get him for free. Well, not free, but yeah. they didn't oh, have to give up anything. For him. I don't Six. think he's that. I don't think he's a world beater. But twenty three, I don't know. I think that's fair. They've got a really good, um, really good depth in their midfield now too. But do they have any out and out superstars besides Steel? Steel was oh. the only one, I think. Yeah. So I, I just don't know if that's going to get it done against your Prestiers, your Cochins, your Martins, your Gary Ayers. Gary Ayers. <laughs> do uh, they get a, Do they get a Trelaw though? Uh, we'll, we'll talk about that later, perhaps. Um, Hogan to GWS from Frio get pick 54 uh, see I don't know I think it's a win for Frio it is oh. but I don't know they traded pick 6 for him 2 years ago they did oh. but you can only look at the deal now you can't look at the previous deal you know what I mean like, but Hogan's got, obviously got issues off the field as well as on the field Like he, he struggles with injury but he's also struggled with mental health as well um, to it's a tough one for GWS to take and on. And breaking COVID, COVID breaches, and then his lawyer uses the um, she was an eight yeah. out of ten as an excuse. <laughs> but it's like, pick, you can't well, be doing that. We've yeah. all been there. <laughs> uh, it's pick fifty four though. What are you going to get at pick fifty four? There's no guarantees there. There is a guarantee that Hogan's best footy is fucking good. Let's yeah. be honest. So I, I, I think it's, that point. Yeah, that's it. If, and if they don't, it's only cost them pick 54. I don't think they haven't sold the farm for him. I think I that's a win the, GWS. The issue for GWS, though, is they've had Cameron and Patton up there for however long. Now both of those guys are gone. They've got Jesse Hogan and Jeremy Finlayson. So it's, yeah, that's a it's big really, difference. They're going to battle. But you've got Himmelberg and that. Like, they need to step up if they're actually, mm. you know. I don't think it's all doom and gloom for GWS, but we can talk about that later. Yeah. My brother does. I know. Spanner <laughs> I've actually done a little bit of a bottom six, middle six, top six. We might be able to speak about that later. Anyway, um, Ollie Markov to the Gold Coast for a future third rounder to Richmond. I think that's a win-win. Yeah, yep. win-win. Gold Coast get a, a reasonably good player and he's probably not getting a game at Richmond. Um, yeah. Zach Langdon to West Coast. Um, GWS get pick, the pick 54 that they unsold for Jesse Hogan. Yeah, that's a win to West Coast, I think. He goes all right, Langdon. So he'll um, just slide in nicely over there, especially with the doubts over what's happening with Willie Rioli. Um, yeah. Fit into that, that spot quite comfortably. Um, this, this is an interesting one, I reckon. Aiden Core to North Melbourne, GWS received pick 30 as compensation. Now that's, that's what you call a weird flex. That's <laughs> Here we go. That's <laughs> a, It's good compensation for, for GWS for a bloke who's okay. And he's getting paid... A good chunk to go down there in North Melbourne. So he'd want to perform. I don't know who wins out of that one. Maybe they're both losers. I think they're both losers. Yeah. Um, Zach Williams to Carlton for pick 10 in compensation to GWS. Both winners. I think so. Riddle me this. 
I understand. I don't hate Zach Williams. I think he's a good player, but has he proved any more than Brad Crouch? I think he's more talented than Brad Crouch. Yeah, me yeah, too. Has he, pr- has he proved that though? Like, is he worth? Like, he's not, the, like, he's yeah. not worth the nine hundred k. No. No, but more what I'm saying is like he Brad Crouch is not worth pick two. I reckon he's not worth, pick, but I think he's worth a bit more than pick twenty three. Like I would say maybe a pick 15, 16. Yeah. So then, mm-hmm. but then then Williams gets picked ten. I just don't really get it. Like they, it's, I, it's based on money in your contract. That's what I know. That brings me to my mm-hmm. point. I think they need to have a a better system so everyone understands where these these picks come from because but that's why Hawthorne, the AFL likes it. They, they like it so that nobody really knows so they can do whatever they want. But they say it's on money. Yet Hawthorne get picked nineteen for Buddy Franklin. Mm. How's that work? I don't know. It might have changed since then, Over but 10, it just. Yeah. Just sort of seems like there needs a bit more clarity, but that's yeah. I think it's a win-win for both. Yeah, me too. Uh, Danaher to Brisbane and um, Essendon get pick seven as compensation. That's a big. I'm not saying it's a loss for Brisbane. That's a big win for the Bombers getting pick one for Danaher. That pick first round pick for Danaher. Well, I don't think any of these are really losses because like it's not like Brisbane are giving rid of their pick seven. They've just been gifted it by the AFL, really. Yeah, no, I that's think, right. So, I, I Essendon think, to get that though. That's massive for for the Bombers. I think it's a win-win. I don't think Brisbane are going to win a premiership with the forward line that they had. Um, and Essendon and Joe Danaher won it out and they're getting pick seven for him. So, yeah. Um, Isaac Smith to Geelong um, and Hawthorne get Strange. picked two. Strange. Yeah. Not sure about that one. I don't and, know and, why Geelong. Took, I took a year less and a pay cut to go there where he could have went to Melbourne, got a year more and more pay. Mm. So he's chasing flags. Yeah, definitely chasing flags, not cash. But I saw yeah. a um, obviously they we're not political here, but I saw a something a meme on um, on Facebook, and uh, it was about the U.S. election and Joe Biden. Joe Biden won, and he's going to be seventy-eight soon. And someone <laughs> someone had a photo of him at the MCG. I reckon he must have come yeah. over. And someone had commented on there, um, <laughs> he'll fit right in at Cadinia Park. <laughs> uh, don't mind that Fits their age profile That's good <laughs> um, And the last one that, And it got done straight away It was Everyone knew what was happening Was Rory Atkins to Gold Coast And Adelaide received pick 36 That's a win for both as well yeah, Gold Coast so. get an experienced player Crows get a pick that's New direction About, about right for, for Atkins Maybe a little bit over So Yeah I agree. Uh, Pretty much you're getting pick 36 for a guy that come onto the rookie list. And he had some really good games for the Crows, don't get me wrong. But it seems like Nixie wanted to go in a different direction. Yeah. And that's pretty much it with all the deals. What did the the, uh, public think on our socials, mate, about some of those deals and ones to come? Yep. So we had Whizbang McGee uh, Kempe, that rhymes. So he... um, he was he took over the socials for a night and uh, we had a few polls up there. So for uh, Adam Saad to to Carlton, so the two options were pick eight or pick eight and pick forty eight. So um, we had fifty seven percent believe that pick eight was fair and forty three percent thought that they should chuck in pick forty eight as well. Just for total numbers, that was ninety people thought pick eight and sixty seven thought um, pick eight and forty eight. So what are your thoughts there? Yeah, I. Well, I suppose we'll probably talk about... Do we want to talk about the Saad deal now? But, yeah, I, I've fucked that up a little bit, to be honest. So, it's pick eight, but Carlton... Carlton give pick eight, but they want either Saad or Saad and 48. Okay, but, yep, yep. Yeah. Ah, okay, that makes more sense. So, that so pick, was yep. sort of confusing. So, I'm not too sure how people read that. But I but think still, yeah. there's no way that Adam Saad should go to Essendon just for pick eight. They need to get... 
Uh, yeah, sorry, go to Carlton. Yeah. Um, they need to receive something with Sada if they're going to give up PK. I agree. And I think that's they, they're trying to trade down. And I think they were talking to the Lions about getting their two first, first rounders for PK. Yeah. So they don't have, so they give up a pick 18 instead. Oh, so yeah. So that's, so my, what I think they should do for Saad and fuck Essendon right off. And cause they're <laughs> the ones that are playing hardball and I don't, I don't know. It's just someone that I, I don't like for whatever yeah. reason that Dodoro, Dodoro. Yeah. Doing Dodoro things. Trade week's all about him for the last couple of years. But what yep. I think they should do is I didn't re- realize Brisbane had two, but Geelong have got two first rounders. So they've got pick <laughs> 13 and 15. So Carlton trade, um, Pick eight to Geelong, who need to probably get some younger people on their list. Um, or they'll use that for GWS to get Cameron. Yeah, or they use that. So and they, so Geelong get uh, pick eight, Carlton get pick thirteen and pick fifteen, and then with pick thirteen and fifteen, they trade that on to get Sard and Trelaw. I don't reckon you're going to get pick thirteen and fifteen for eight. Yeah. Geelong need something back as well. Oh, they'll get, yeah, whatever you've got to a throw pick. with that. Yeah, like a later yep. pick. And I don't know if you get Trelaw with pick 15. You get Trelaw with pick 15 and you throw in like a McGovern or someone like that. So those 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 first rounders and a player that they don't really need. Yeah. The Bones are there. Probably needs, like obviously needs to see what those extra players are. But, with it. McGovern will probably have to go to make room for, for uh, Trelaw's cash anyway if you were going to do it. Yeah, I think Carlton should massively, they don't, that need their anything more on their forward lines. They could afford to lose a couple there. They need midfield depth. And with Cripps going out of contract next year, they need to be good next year. And they need yep. to give Keep him support in the midfield. So just go all in in the midfield, which they're trying to do. So, yeah, that's that's how I would get Sard. I just think they should call Essendon's bluff and say, well, if you're not going to give us pick 48 and Sard, we'll trade pick eight. And then you're not getting it anyway. And that's what what I read that they were going to do with the Lions. But then I also read that Essendon have the upper hand because they can go to the Lions and say, well, we've got pick seven. How about we do the same deal mm. for 18 and 19 or 18 and 20, whatever it is. So, yeah, yeah that, that, that's that's the risk for Carlton is because whatever deal they make, Essendon can go and trump it with their, their second pick, I think it is, because they've got six and seven. So Yeah, but there is some um, some caveats around that. Um, in regards to they have to have X amount of first rounders this year or next year or something. So they have to make a, they can't not make a first round selection in two consecutive years or something. I think. Yeah, that's right. Um, so the next one we had was uh, Orazio Fantasia, another Essendon flavour here. So Orazio Fantasia for pick twenty eight, the options were do the deal or get stuffed, and basically we had fifty eight percent said do the deal and forty two percent said get stuffed. So in round figures, that's one hundred and five. Do the deal and 77 get stuffed. Oh, I think it's, do it's the probably deal. about right. Yeah. Do the deal. Just get, get it done. Who, who's losers out of that deal? Like Port gets someone that may or may not play for him. Essendon get picked 28. Like he's not worth more than that. He's not worth. I don't think he's worth. Now. I don't think he's worth a second rounder. He hadn't played very much. Yeah. And there's Joe Danaher. Yeah. But Joe Danaher, when he has played, he's kicked. He's won a Coleman medal. Um, that was three, yeah. three years ago. Yeah, it, it, yeah, I don't know. Like, Rosio is just famous for getting pinched by the, Ben Stratton. They're trying to get a f- future first rounder out of Port next year because they know that they don't want it because they've got a father son coming through that they don't want to have early picks on their list next year. So I think yeah. that's that's where the stalemate is. I wouldn't yep. be giving up a future first. I wouldn't be giving up a first round draft pick for Arazio. That's they're in the right. they're in the window. I wouldn't, but they're in the window, so they might do the deal. Yeah, that's true. 
But then you can also, like, obviously they've got some father-sons going, but you can also use, like, your top picks to get another big name in, for instance. I don't know how, how old is Charlie Dixon, 30? So you might yeah, uh, you might have a, I don't know who's coming on the market next year, but you might, like, it might be a similar situation to Geelong. Um, this year, obviously, made the grand final and then wanted to stack up and top up with Jeremy Cameron. You know, Port might get to the end of next year and have two cracks at it and might not get over the line. And they might, okay, let's have one last big roll of the dice while Boke and that's still around and use our top pick to try to get someone in. So, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I just think it's just dangerous getting rid of first-round picks when you're not sure, like especially futures. Yeah. Mm. Uh, next one was Adam Trelaw. Um what team should go after this man and what's the deal? We had a few different responses. So we had Mystic Mac, Saints or Dogs, Kitten Dan, 31. I like the name Kitten. Uh, so I thought the Dogs. Um, SCP, 82, Saints. Someone said low interest rate. Interesting. Um, someone said St. Kilda, Geelong. We had a Rusty say Mapo. <laughs> Rusty. I heard yeah. they need a bit of help next year. Um, Adam Doherty, Carlton, North, Carlton, Carlton. Uh, we have one Craig Kemp, Mogstar 22, Carlton for late first round. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Nothing uh, uh, but yeah, so basically, oh, Josh Noy, the, the Giants, Brisbane, North from Hilly Barbs. So I don't know. I reckon just generally a bit of an overview there. People are thinking he's obviously going to go to a, a Melbourne, club, Melbourne club, more likely yeah. than not. Um, well, he said that, I think now, hasn't he? Like he's, Yeah essentially said he wants out of Collingwood. He wants to go to a Melbourne club. Well, he wants to spend time as, as you know, a bloke on his own, living, living by himself, I think, and yeah. just enjoy the, the fruits it. of life. <laughs> so, go, go out to the pub and not get nagged about it. Yeah, well, live in the highlight. Could life. he go back to GWS? Yeah. Nah. That'd yeah. be good. They get one back. That'd be nice for GWS. It, it would be. It I, seems like a perfect fit, really, but I can't see it happening. Can't under the salary cap. They just can't afford him. They're like, yeah, that's yeah. why everyone's going anyway. But if you lose Jeremy Cameron, you might be able to get him if the pies are paying a bit. But mm. Well, Collingwood said today they're only going to pay 100000 of his salary. So yeah, it surprised me. I thought it, thought it would be more. But, yeah. Um, right. So And that basically puts in Melbourne and the Bulldogs. And for mine, I don't think it makes them any better, those if, two teams. If they lose Dunkley mm. and can get... True. Um, ...can get Trelaw in, at least they don't get any worse, I guess. Yeah. Next one was uh, Jack Higgins. Where will he end up? Um, Mystic Mac again. Talon Ben. Um, <laughs> Husey fourteen. The Gold Coast. Uh, we had TGF one seven four Beirut. Um, also said Thailand. <laughs> um, Bangkok's got him now. Um, we had Tommy Scott. Uh, Saints. Ben Ben JG eighty four Saints. Wherever his missus wants to go from Shabins. <laughs> Carlton again from Mogstar 22 Yeah we'll take them all <laughs> So St Kilda Someone said Delisted uh, Someone oh. said the VFL oh. uh, Tom Orange said the VFL Josh Noy thought North And Noah Likes AFL also said he might re-sign with Richmond But I don't know Is Jack Higgins a victim of um, He's like it's not It's good for him but like you've seen Dan Butler go to St Kilda and be successful just because he's a small forward and he plays for Richmond. I think he's a little bit overrated. Like I heard on Trade Radio them them saying like either like an early second or a late first for Jack Higgins. No, I rate him pretty highly, mate. He's he's good. But is he's, that because he's in such a good team or like I don't? Nah, think he's not. He's, he's not worth. He's got an, an extra early second. He's only drafted a couple of years back. 
Yeah, and what was he? I don't think he's done enough to lift up his well, draft. Well, hang on, well, hang on. He spent a year out with the bloody yeah, but I'm brain not, surgery. I'm, I'm not having a go at him about his health issues. I'm no, I'm not, not saying that, but he spent a year out of the game. He's only been playing what, two, three years. Yeah. So he's effectively only played two years. I, I rate him very highly. I he's, love that so, with the Lions. He's so a victim me, of surplus, basically. But mm. for me, I'm saying Jaden Stevenson. I'm taking him 10 times out of 11 over Jack Higgins. Oh, I don't know about that. On talent, on talent and ability. On talent, on a talent as a person, I think you're taking Jack Higgins every day of the week. Depends what you need. You're topping up for uh, talent or culture. Yeah. All right. And then there's a few other ones. We had last one from Kempi was any trade use or deals that we wanted to discuss. So I'll just go through a couple of them quickly um, and we can just have a bit of a chat about them. And then that might lead into our next segment if we've got a few trades we want to bring up ourselves. But... Uh, Rusty again, free agency, fuck everything, <laughs> or well, fucking everything. I don't know he's a bit. Um, bit he's a, he's a crow's man, so he's probably a yeah. bit dirty on the Brad Crouch. Um, yeah, we had R uh, Merritt twenty two, Brad Crouch, and how sharp did the crows got? Roger Merritt. Uh, this is a good one. Great, Rog. I reckon it's Riley. Um, this one, Lockie Thomas. Um, Saints list managers need a raise. Go Saints. Yeah, mm-hmm. I probably think that- a fair point there. Yeah. Fair enough. All about Brad Hill. They've done well. Tommy Scott, 26. Please don't discuss how the Crows have lost another gun. Cheers. <laughs> All right, so we'll move on. Sorry, bud. Uh, I think, I think um, gun's a little bit nice. Brad Crouch isn't a gun. Yeah. Josh Noy, Brad Crouch is overrated. 95 games for his career. I'll detect a bit <laughs> of Mitch, Mitchell Noy salt in that one, Joshy. <laughs> um, and then Ryan, 24. Hately to the Crows. Oh, you haven't talked about that. That hasn't really been mentioned. Well, they come to a standstill, didn't it? Um, well, if, on, if on he, Friday. he'll be uncontracted, so he can walk to the draft. Yeah, which and we've got the Crows first pick in up. the draft. So that's yeah. yeah. Uh, and the last one was Sarah Jane XO. When it, someone's got an admirer on here, obviously. Um, Fantasia and trying to come to Port Adelaide. Mm. So we've yeah. already discussed that a little bit, but yeah. Any other topics that you guys wanted to bring up regarding trade news? We've been going a while, but. Uh, a few. Just bear with me for a uh, moment. Yeah, ben Brown was the one I wanted to talk about. It looks like he's going to go to Melbourne. Do you think he's a good fit? Um, I don't reckon. Yeah, I, I, do. I just don't think it's the same as North. All their players are good at like all Melbourne's players are good at getting the ball, but Ben Brown needs to be kicked straight to him. If he hits the ground, it's all over. But he yeah. can kick straight. And one of Melbourne's issues has been finishing in front of goal as well. But, yeah, it's, it has been the entry into the forward line. Yeah. So. They need a key forward. Tom McDonald's not a key forward. Sam Wiedemann's going to take time. I don't think it's that bad. Depends, yeah. you know, what you – yeah, I, I think Melbourne have got heaps more deficiencies than, you know, what they – I don't think they're going to be any good next year, personally. Yeah. Josh Dunkley? He'll go to the Bombers. That'll get done. Once Saad falls yeah. over, a lot of it will get done. Cameron will get done. Higgins will get done. Um, They'll all get dragged out to the last day, yeah. though. Peter Wright, he'll, he'll end up at Essendon. Like, yep. I think Essendon, like, as much as they frustrate me and, like, Dodoro and that sort of stuff, like, they actually they actually could end up all right out of it. Like, they still have Shield, Smith, Merritt. If they pick up Dunkley, they'll get that Caldwell in. They're going to have picks I just don't understand why people want to go there. Like, you know, it's been a fire sale and... They're a battling team on and off the field, mm. and uh, players are wanting to go there. It's bizarre. I like 
we sort of say he's a, he's a bit of a knob, and but he's doing. I like Sauce. Basically, he put it out. They're all trying to do the best thing for their club, and they don't have to do the deal if they don't want to. And mm-hmm. there's no law that says that they've got to get all the deals done early. Like it's only week one, so it's frustrating for us as fans. Yeah. You can sort of see him. You want shit to be happening, but essentially they're running a business and they're doing the best thing for their business. So yeah. if you shorten that period though, do you think they get done in the same, same time period? Or do you think I less think deals get done? Another thing that's holding it up and this could contribute to that, Nick is the fact they don't know what list sizes are going to be. So everyone's oh, that's hesitant. a, that's a massive thing at the moment. Everyone's mm. hesitant to pull the trigger on deals like trading players for picks or whatever, because they don't, they don't know how many spots well, they got on the list. So that's another big one. Imagine being a fringe player at the moment. That'd be a nightmare. Mm-hmm. There's, something that, there's eight suppliers, you know, good probably 20 players. Don't know whether they'll get a contract next year. Jack Higgins. Yep. Big yeah. Steph Martin. Yeah. I, I might save my, because we've been talking footy for a bit, I might save my bottom six, middle six, top six until after the trade period. Next yep, episode. I like that. Stay tuned. All righty. We'll move into cricket then. Um, South Australia yet to... Uh, Fire a shot yet, but although we're in saying in saying that Travis Head's been making runs on the road that he's been playing on, so can't rely on one man though. Yes, I think something. I think there's a mystery um, pitch invader every time the Redbacks play. That after every time they bat and the other team comes in, they go and pour concrete on the pitch, and it's an absolute road for the other <laughs> team because it, it's, it must be a minefield for when we bat, and then when they bat, that's just mind you. In saying that. Um, that record partnership was, you know, that's a fair effort. Like, yeah. you know, any day of the week. And they've done it again. Like, so... You're going to give uh, Gillespie time to work some magic with the team as well. He, he came in late. Obviously, yeah. it was a late appointment. Came in after the first Shield game. That These things are going to take time. It's not going to be an overnight fix. But, I mean, just, there's worrying signs there, the, the scores that they have produced so far. They should have yeah. listened to the Bearded Triplets back in June and sort of appointed Gillespie back then. Yeah. Well, they're taking time. So 186 they put on uh, today, Bukowski and Hans, Hanscom. Uh, Harris, sorry. And Is Bukowski going to play for Australia? Eventually. Tour, tour I don't know if be, yeah, I don't think it would be this tour. And I, I, if I was Cricket Australia, I wouldn't be putting that pressure on him. He's only just come back. He's playing some good cricket. But, um, yeah, let him make some runs. and Yeah, over a couple of years. Yeah, what I'm liking seeing in Shield cricket at the moment is big names making big scores or, mm-hmm. you know, taking wickets. Cameron uh, Green. Cameron Green's a new one, but like, you know, Labashane, although he, he didn't today, but he's made some runs. Um, you know, Harris, Bukowski, those sort of names that are in and around the test squad are, make, are the ones making runs. Yeah. Um, and I like the, the form of Mitch Swepson up for the Bulls, oh. the leg spinner. Like, Been saying that for a couple of years, Kempi. He's... He's a fantastic leg spinner, and I mean, it's been a long time since we've had anyone in that mould. Um, I think it's nearly time to give him a go. At least give him a go at the SCG this year. I think. Yeah, play two spinners. Yep. Yep. I, I agree. And the Tassie Tigers absolutely destroying the Blues yes. today. That's good. Not, Big not bird is a word. Forfer and Siddle threefer. That was very nice. Siddle still looking like an Eminem, or? Yeah, <laughs> looks horrible. But uh, they, and they've they've already passed yeah, uh, New South Wales two for ninety nine at the moment. So yeah, going quite nicely. The, the Tigs, very good. Um, BBL, interesting to see during the week that Mornay Morkels playing for the Brisbane Heat um, as a Australian, basically. Old mm. tuna. 
Yeah. <laughs> His uh, wife's a local. And uh, so obviously got the Australian passport. And that's, that's a great get for oh, Brisbane. Yeah. Just frees him up to go get another international. Um, yeah. I see a lot of English guys are signing up at the moment, which is good to see. Sam Billings, to the Thunder. Thunder. Yeah. yeah. Um, they also got the, that Milne from New Zealand. Yeah, yeah, the uh, fast bowler. Yeah, he bowls at 150 clicks. So that's always yeah. helpful in T20. Yeah, the Canes got uh, Dawood Milan as well. He's the number one T20 batsman in the world. So there's a few of them coming over from England. We, we, got, some... Rashid, we got Rashid Khan. Rashid, yeah. Rashid, Rashid Khan. How do you say his name? Rashid, 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 Rashid Khan. The, uh, not the Crows, the Strikers. He got him which again, which is good. <laughs> I don't think Crows could use second... him. He wouldn't go anywhere else, I don't think. Have they, have they got their second import, the Strikers? I don't think so. Don't think yeah, so, no. Probably Dwayne Leverock or someone. Yes. Get the big fella in. <laughs> At Bermuda. <laughs> Just get another spinner in, mm. I reckon. No, they need someone. At the, a good bat, I reckon, at the top of we the We need line. someone, especially because it doesn't look like Weatherall's going to play. Yeah, yeah. That's, um, that's a bloke. That's for sure. Yeah, still, got, still got Head there. Who, head and uh, Carey. Head's not going to play the or, or the Big Bash game scheduled outside of the tests. I haven't looked closely. Uh, the but, early ones, he'll be able to play, I think. Oh, no, uh, there might be one day is on then. John O'Wells, he was a revelation last year and the year before. He's consistent. Yeah. Um, boy. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah they're going to need to probably chase her. Not, Are we going to get sick of the Big Bash again? Or is it we haven't had much live sport this year, so we'll, everyone will be j- jumping back on it? What yeah, I'm think? hanging out for it, mate. I need something to uh, get the fix at the moment. So, and it looks like... Uh, most of the games will be at Canberra and Hobart throughout December when, when it comes back. So they'll hub up. And then I think the first Adelaide game is the New Year's game against the Scorchers, which would be massive. Yeah, that's good. Um, I, I just, yeah, is it the same amount of games? I didn't actually look. I think it is, yeah. And yeah. I, too many. It is too many. I yeah. think they need to start later. You know, a, a mid-December or late-December start. Yeah. Yeah, I do. Okay. I agree. You do want the test players to sort of play in it and be involved, but, you know, it's not going to happen. So just, you know, build a perfect fixture with, you know, X amount of games um, and the time period that works. Yep. Finish it. I think we've already spoken previous episode. Finish it. Australia Day is the final, maybe somewhere, mm-hmm. wherever. Yeah. yeah. All right. Let's uh, let's talk basketball now. So it feels like just yesterday that we were talking about the Lakers and the Heat. It was only really, what, a couple of weeks ago, really. Um, but the NBA have just come to an agreement with the players that the 2020-2021 the season is going to start up on the 22nd of December, so a couple of days before Christmas. So they obviously get their opening night. It's smart to not do it on Christmas Day because then they get their opening night, everyone watching it on opening night, and then everyone's going to watch it again on Christmas. So... And they can sell another slot to some sponsors or whatever. But, yeah, I, it's not going to be a bubble arrangement like we've spoken about recent, recently um, at Disney. It's going to be um, sort of traditional. Like, they'll do things with the fixtures and, and have their health and safety protocols in there with COVID. But, yeah, it's going to be tricky to get away. Um, it's going to have to, they're going to have to make a lot of money off sponsorship, I think, because yeah. the way that the, the virus is going over there on at Amer- in America at the moment. There's like 90,000 cases a day. And, and who knows? That. That, that could change as well, Mitch, with the change in president as well. So obviously the Democrats yeah. are probably more more keen to lock things down a little bit more. So who knows what could happen between now and then? Yeah, but I just find it, I find it interesting. Um, yeah, 22nd, it's only three months really, I think mm. it will be since the end of the... I don't complain and I love to watch it, but it'll just be interesting to see and see if there's any changes and 
like you're seeing hub life sort of affect a few um, AFL players and AFL teams, specifically like your Giants, your North Melbournes and your Essendons. I don't think they ha- handled hub life well. Be West Coast. To see, yeah, it'd be interesting to see if any of the NBA teams, um, they're obviously a bit different over there, but whether that affects anything and whether it's a bit more player movement in free agency because they might have been, you know, staying in the hotel together or whatever, um, buddy up a bit. But I heard you know, today kind of Giannis, Giannis to Miami. Have you heard anything about that? Yeah, I don't, it won't happen this year, but he's a free agent, I believe, next year. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that'll that'll be massive if he did. be nice to live in. You'd probably rather live in Miami than in Milwaukee, mm. wouldn't you? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, plenty of Um And... What's, I heard De- Devin Booker going. I heard the red as well. That was on the Bleacher Report. I'm not reading too much into it, to be honest. I hope not anyway. They've just, like, you think after like, how they finished, you'd be pretty happy to stick around. Like, yeah, it was weird circumstances, but there's a bit there. Yeah. Well, they get eight and back. They've got, uh, they'll get Ubre back. So, yeah. Big fella as well, Aaron Baines. Anyone that they're targeting, do you think? To be Phoenix? honest, they need the world at Phoenix. I just need a uh-huh. power forward, mate. You're an OKC fan. You can't give Phoenix fans hey, shit, mate. I would much rather be an OKC fan than a Phoenix fan. You've done nothing. No and words you of have? McGregor. Uh, exactly. So, but I'm not giving OKC shit. The only thing I've seen is hard, hardened to the 76ers. <laughs> I'll break this up. Sort him so, out, Kempi. Yeah, so the only thing that I've seen on socials and stuff, I haven't really followed it too much, is... Harden to the 76ers with their sort of new yeah. ownership and stuff. And Simmons to, to Houston. Rockets, yeah. Yeah. But then yeah. I, I read somewhere uh, it was Simmons to Denver and they get Michael Porter Jr. and a couple of others. Um, so, yeah, it's if it starts on the 22nd, they'd want to be some movement pretty quickly. Like yeah, well, that's... I think the draft's in a couple of weeks' time, and I think after the draft, so I think it's like the 19th maybe of November, and then after that, free agency starts, and I think it's a shortened free agency period. So training camp starts on December 1. So I think, yeah, might be. Oh, so they've got a 20-day preseason. Pretty much, yeah. Oh, fucking, I'd love that. Where was that <laughs> during my fucking footy career? <laughs> yeah, Let's be honest, uh, yeah. you mostly did 20-day preseasons, mate. Yeah, true, that's a very good point. <laughs> But in saying that, start. 72 um, game season as well. So it's not a it's not a 482. But yeah, 72. I just find it fascinating how they're going to get it away with all the... I guess they got private charter flights and that sort of stuff. But a major thing, like we've spoken about before, like having a big gun in an NBA team, um, an individual makes a lot more of a difference in a, in a basketball game than an individual does in a footy game. So yeah. if you've got three blokes. So say hypothetically Giannis, Chris Middleton and someone else, Brooke Lopez gets coronavirus and they have to sit out for two weeks. <laughs> like you're going to have some... Milwaukee's G, G leg. Yeah, you're going to have some, some numpity come up that's played six, six minutes of basketball. Like, numpity. I don't know, it's just going to be a, a different sort of dynamic, I reckon. Can I just ask uh, what uh, jersey you're wearing there, Mitch? It's not an OKC one. No, nah, it's Paul George, um, old school. Ah. Way off P, pandemic P. Mm, represent. Yeah, there we no, go. I don't mind Paul George, but anyway. I think we found like our everyone else. I think we found our episode name too. Numpity. Some numpity. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> not, not sure how you're going to spell that, but. Uh, 
Uh, Kawaj is out. Thank God for that. Queensland four for two, four, three. <laughs> Thanks, Richie. Bunch of nobodies, South Australia. Mm. <laughs> um, all right, let's move into the Melbourne Cup. Um, obviously, last week, I put my standard $2 each way on about three horses. So, uh, got a... Tight-ass noise strokes again. <laughs> got, a, got a place on uh, on one of them, so I got my money back. Also got a place on the runner-up on the Cops Plate, so... Uh, only losing ten bucks. I did hear someone put thirty thousand on uh, on the favourite. So bad luck to them. Yeah, well, that's maybe get maybe, too much money. Maybe that's why tabs shut down. They just got overbet with your two dollars each way on the Melbourne <laughs> Cup. Just yeah. the turmoil, mate. <laughs> times are tough. Tabs <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't right. have I don't have disposable income to put on the horses. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I didn't go any and, much, and much further, Mitch. I suck at betting as well, so I don't. Yeah, so do I, mate. I was on Tiger Moth and uh, obviously run run second. Um, I, I saw at the, at the local club they had a Calcutta and somebody only paid like 75 bucks for what was the winner. Um, can't remember what it was now. Something, whatever it was. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get on it. Nobody bloody knew who it was. And uh, yeah, only paid 75 bucks. I can't remember either. Looking like 2500 or three grand or something like that. So, it's a handy so if, if you're a, a racing fan, don't follow us for our tips. We don't even know the nah, winner. Nah, winner shit name. tips. <laughs> um, so yeah, with, so I was E. Twilight payment. No, I was way on. <laughs> Start of <with> E. <laughs> uh, oh. Yeah, I also went Tiger Moth. Um, I'm always and, on McAvoy in the cup. Yeah, I, I just like. I don't know, everything they said about it, I suppose, and had Tiger in it. And, yeah. and I just thought I'd go for that. I don't normally back the favourite in the cup because I think they don't win very often. But it was a lot. How good it was, was it that it went, for, uh, went from start to finish, go to woe? Yeah, I thought that was impressive. I've, that was I've really never cool. seen that happen before. That was yeah. um, really good. But I was out in the quaddy in the first league in Melbourne, out in the quaddy in the first league at Adelaide and just blew a heap of money. So mm. it was shit. Well, thankfully, Kerry McAvoy let me get a little bit of money back in the last race of the day. Otherwise, I was... Oh, get out of jail race? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And it, while, while we're talking races, did you see um, yesterday, Morphville abandoned their um, last seven races after race two because of the tab went down? Yeah. Yep. So it shows would, how reliant it is on the uh, yeah. gambling, eh? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that's anyway. But how'd you... You went to the state of origin, didn't you? Yeah. What was that like? Yeah, it was pretty good. Pretty good as an event. Um, different to obviously AFL. Um, I don't know. Like it was, it was I think it was twenty six thousand, twenty five thousand. There, that was the limit. Obviously, um, it was a good spectacle. Like, and you could hear some of the hits, and it was a brutal sort of game. Um, it wasn't there, too far away. Like obviously being an yeah, oval. it wasn't too bad. Like I was lucky. We got some um, tickets from work, so I had a pretty good, pretty good spot. But. It would have been better down on the boundary, I think, in terms of if you wanted that atmosphere. But mm-hmm. I went to State of Origin in uh, Melbourne back in 2015. There was 91,000 there. Um, so I thought it was better at the Adelaide Oval, to be honest, than, than yep. the MCG in terms of like viewing point. Um, but I, always, I just wonder, like, we obviously don't have the purpose-built stadium here in, in Adelaide, but if you had it at, like, Highmarsh Stadium. Is it Highmarsh Stadium or Cooper yeah, Stadium? Yeah, Stadium. Stadium. Um, they... Um, like being that cl- like to say ten thousand people, but that close, mm. that'd be pretty pretty good atmosphere, I think. Do you, but do you reckon they would have sold it out if it wasn't COVID? The state of origin, like they sold it out when it was half full. Well, I think I so they because they actually had to refund reckon? some tickets. They had to refund yeah. tickets. 
Um, There's a lot of Origin fans in SA. They don't necessarily follow NRL, but they follow Origin. Especially, yeah. especially like now that you can, without quarantine, you can come in from Queensland and, be, and um, New South Wales. A few people might have, you know, had a tough year and wanted to do like a 10-day trip down to South Australia or whatever and loop Origin into it or something. So, yeah, I yeah and I, it'd be good. I think, like, it makes sense. Like, I'm not a massive rugby fan, but I think it makes sense to have each year you have one game of the three games. You have one game in... New South Wales, one game in Queensland, and then the third one you sort of take it on a road show each year. So you might have one in like Perth, Perth like it was last yep. year, then Adelaide this year, then the next year maybe at the G, and then even take it down to Tassie or whatever. Like you know what I mean? Like you still get mm-hmm. some mm-hmm. some fans down there. Like I think that's that third game instead of like just for like what's the word um, integrity of it as well. You don't have two games uh, at one home ground sort of thing. Yep. Like I reckon that'd be that'd be a good go, but. Make a bit of extra dollars for them too. Definitely. Yeah. I I love watching. I can't believe um, Queensland ended up getting up. But what, yeah. I, what I can't watch and don't get, but I ended up watching it last night, is bloody rugby union. I just don't get it. But what <laughs> Stupid I, sport. What, what Sorry I did to all love the union was, fans out there. <laughs> yeah. What I did love was Australia finally beating the Kiwis, the All Blacks. Like, finally. 20 years coming. Yeah. I actually was, like it better than league. But, yeah, you, that was – um. Yeah, that that was good though, especially given they got absolutely pasted in, in the game previous. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that's about all I've got in sport. I don't know if you guys have got anything else. No, I'm all good. I reckon it's time to move into warm time unless Nick's got something. No, no, just the only uh, other thing I wanted to mention is how much you've been flexing those muscles in, in the Zoom cameras here, mate. Just I'm not flexing. Out. I'm you, leaning not at the back. moment. You before you had the big arms up showing us what you got. Yes. <laughs> you want me to flex? <laughs> show us, a, show us your underarm pubs. What's a pub? <laughs> Pubes. Okay, we'll just say that then. No, I like pubs. Right. Let's move into wine time. I think. Wine, wine, fucking wine. All right, wine time. I'm going first. Nick, fucking Dylan. <laughs> no. uh, my wine time goes back to Trade Week, and um, I just I love Trade Week. I love Trade Radio. I actually enjoy Craig Hutchinson's work as well. But, Hutchie, you need a few more ads on the loop, mate. There's only so oh. many times I can hear Mo Hope talk about her bubs. Oh, uh, no, that's uh, killing me. And, oh, you're not, just, and, you're, and you're not a fucking AFLW star, Mo Hope. You don't even play anymore. No. <laughs> Get Erin Phillips on there. She's a star. Yes. Get someone else on there. And just, just advertise something else. Hutchie, this is a message to you, my friend. We need at least six or seven more advertisers on the loop. Make a bit extra cash for you guys, and it does just doesn't do my head in. I like listening to it, but you have the breaks, and you just do the same ads, same ads, same ads. Give it a spell. Don't mind a few ads, but just mix it up a bit once in a while. Well, at least they're working, I guess. The, the ads stick in your head. Perhaps that's why he's doing it, so that they get value for money. I feel like it's a bit like that on SEN as well. I noticed yeah. the same ads being read out a lot more than on your Triple M. Triple M is oh, triple M's a, bit same, a bit the same. Yeah. Install a ream. We're talking about Sorry. it, so it's a good tactic. So, um, okay, so my wine is traffic-related again, and it's to do with, at the moment, they've got some roadworks um, at the Crafers bit, so I drove, drove through there quite a bit, and there is a rule. It's one person in, one person goes through. Am I, am I off the mark here? So if you let someone in, the next person lets someone in, everyone goes one for one. Yeah, don't fucking, don't just fucking hog it. If someone needs to get in, let them in. And then if I let you in, 
give me a fucking wave. A wave <laughs> or a thumbs up, you rude piece of shit. I've just, <laughs> I've just let you in. At least acknowledge that. Yeah, I'm, I'm one of those guys. I'm just like, nah, see you later. Oh, <laughs> you are an asshole then. Nah, it grinds my... And it's the same when you go to sport. Everyone's oh. trying to get out. If everyone let one person in each, it would go so much smoothly. Oh, anyway, <laughs> fuck me off. Nah. See you later, so, Kempi. I got one quick traffic one while I'm on. I fucking hate when people go one speed up a hill. And like they just like they so they they go past you on a normal straight, and then you go on up a hill and they slow down, and then you get back on a straight, and then they go past you again. Hold your fucking accelerator at the same level so you go the same speed. Don't go up and down, up and down, up and down, or stay on the right lane the whole fucking time. Yeah, I don't like that. Can you tell that we're on the road a bit? <laughs> yeah, just a little bit. Well, you, you can tell where I'm gonna where I spend most of my time by my wine. When is the SA government gonna allow people to stand up at bars again to have have beers? Vertical oh, I hate sitting down to drink beers and you can only fit X amount of people around the table and there's only X amount of tables. So can't all fit in the front bar. It, it's just not doing it for me. They need um, to allow people yeah. to stand up. It doesn't affect you. Nobody's catching COVID because they're standing up. Especially when you all walk in together. Yeah. Like you we went to um, sushi train the other week and we were, we were sitting in a group of six waiting for a table because they didn't have a table because they needed to have one seat between to fit us. But I was just like, well, we're just waiting here in that group of six. So what's the difference? Like yeah. it's not their fault, but like, it just seems backwards. We could be here all day to be honest. Cause I think essentially everyone's over a lot of these restrictions when there's no cases or anything. So at some stage you've got to push on. Yeah. Fingers crossed it happens soon. Push on Steven. I just, one bonus one, I like whinging, so one bonus one about supermarket products. Toilet I'll get a bonus one too. You go first and I'll go. Toilet paper. Too expensive. Even for a Coles brand, I don't want to pay nine bucks for toilet paper. Toilet paper should just be something that grows on trees and you could just, you just get. It should be cheap. It's toilet not, paper is made from trees. Exactly. So it should just be toilet paper trees. I'm just fucking sick of spending money on shit. Like, oh, it just well, you me. are. What, what, why don't you do the uh, waffle stop then if you want to save money? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I'm not waffle stomping. Sorry. Oh, wow. It just annoys me how expensive I've never done that. I just oh, want to show you. Oh, yeah, I've never done it. I've never done it. I heard it when, it when the whole toilet paper thing came out. I'd never heard of it before. But if you're so worried about the price. Yeah, I'm worried about the price them. of everything, mate. It's just my nature. Oh, I like winning no. about money. And how how's the uh, the form today go to the shops and my last week's whinge came true again. Stuck speaking to someone for twenty, twenty five minutes. Fucking just let me go. I just want to do my shop and I was in there for an hour today. Oh poor Didums. You unsocial. <laughs> I am unsocial. When I go to the shops. I'm you... social when I go to the pub when I get to stand up, hopefully. You're not an un- you're not an unsocial prick. You're just a prick. I'm definitely that. <laughs> Not let, not waving to people. Don't want to talk to people. No, no, I do the wave when I go past, but I just, I'm the one that just keeps going. I don't, I don't let people in. Yeah, I'm not sure about that. Anyway, <laughs> oh, <laughs> flex. I'm not flexing. Guns out again. Oh my god! Do you want me to get them out? No, I'm kidding. Um, late, moving mate. into moving into next list. Let's make it a good one. Oh, vertical consumption, Dylan. Five, four, three. Two, one. 
It's always a good one, Mitch. And this one's no exception. This one's suggested to me by the uh, better half. Uh, best songs to sing along to at 2 a.m. at the pub while standing up. Can't do this one sitting down. So we'll get right into it. Um, we all know what it's like. You get to the end of the night and you've uh, consumed copious amounts of alcohol and all you want to do is uh, you know, have, a, have a bit of a sing-along with your mates, whether it's on the jukebox or, or whatever. You might have a DJ or something so, or a band. Um, so I've got some of the all-time classics here. Uh, and these are ones that pertain to me as well, ones that I've really enjoyed over the years. So you guys may or may not enjoy them. Uh, you got but, any songs from the 20th century? Uh, nah. <laughs> <laughs> because every song made in the 20th century. The 21st century, shit. The 20th century, they're all from there, though, Mitchie. Uh, so number five, Am I Ever Gonna See Your Face Again by the Angels? Am I ever gonna see your face again? Don't mind it. the words? Yeah. No, no way. Yeah, fuck, fuck, fuck off. off. Yeah, yeah, you can fuck off with that song. <laughs> Don't like it? Nah, it's not, a, it's not a banger for mine. It's just a good one <laughs> for the end of the night. A banger. All right, Triple J, Kempi. Uh, waffle, waffle stompers and bangers. <laughs> you, need, you need a bit more ballad than, yeah, anyway, go. Number four, Horses. Errol Braithwaite. Thought it might be higher, to be honest. Uh, I think, I mean, it's a great song and it is fantastic to sing along to. It's not higher just purely because I think, I don't know, it's, it's just had a bit of a sudden rise yeah. Last five years, you know, people started singing it again, but um, it, it is a really good song, and obviously, the chorus is probably the main bit that everyone gets into that and sing the whole song. Number three, Neil Diamond, Sweet Caroline. Sweet Caroline. Oh, yeah, good choice. It's, uh, <laughs> speaking of bangers, don't give me the Mitchy Sweet Caroline as a belt. Have you ever yes. done it? Even at the footy, it's awesome. Or the cricket. I'd love to go to the darts when they'd sing it. Yes. Yeah, Yeah, the darts. Absolutely brilliant. Um, And uh, nothing beats that chorus. Number two, Bon Jovi, Living on a Prayer. Can you give us a bit of a a sing? I'm not giving you a rendition. Come on, mate. You give us one. No, that's not going to happen. But you, you look like you're <laughs> no, ready, ready I've been to one. karaoke with you, Nick. You actually don't have a uh, half bad voice, my friend. Yeah, or I could have been. I think that's drunk. what I was about to say. <laughs> People will have too many beers. So number two, living on a prayer. And number one for me is a classic at the old Pringa Hotel, the old Red Dog uh, Saloon, which I frequent quite regularly. Me and the mates always get along to uh, Flame Trees by Kaysan. Flame Trees by Kaysan. I'm oh, sorry, by Colchism. I was going to go Kaysan. <laughs> oh, I, was, I was like, I'm confused here. Yeah, no, I've never heard that one. I'm confused. <laughs> you know Flame Trees, Mitchie? By Colchism. By Colchism. Yeah, I've heard of it, but I haven't listened to it recently. I, I would have gone Kaysan, to be honest. I like both, but Flame Trees is always a, always a river. What about Closing Time? I knew you were going to say that. That song is Closing shit. time. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, I'm over that. I don't One last That's the worst. A couple, of, a couple of omissions, I think. Or yep. maybe I've got a list here as well. Honourable mentions. You're the yeah. voice. John yeah, you're, you're the voice. Uh, Throw Your Arms Around Me by Hunters of Clothes. Yeah. 
Uh, Holy um, Grail. Yep, yep. Summer of 69. 500 uh, thanks, Sally. How to Make Gravy, Paul Kelly. Yeah. yeah. Dumb Good Things song. by Paul Kelly. Yeah, Piano Man. Oh, yeah. yeah. Bohemian yeah. Rhapsody. Yeah. yeah. So, all yeah. classics. Yeah. Few no, Nirvana well, ones, few Nirvana ones. Smells yeah. like Teen Spirit, Come As You Are. You sort of need like a, it sort of needs to be more. Silver Chair. A ballady type setup, I think. Like, you know, something you can really build. Midnight Oil. Like, they've got some. Yeah, Midnight Oil. There. Come on, Ali. Yeah. Yeah, it's got to be, got to, that's why I thought. Um, You're the voice. You, what was your fifth one? Uh, am I ever going to see your face again? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's a bit more. Oh, I've got one. More shouting. All the Small Things by Blink-182. Yeah, not bad. Not bad yeah. for something a little bit more modern. Yeah. By my standard. 20, it's 20 years old, but. Yeah, modern by my standard, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I told you I stopped listening after 2000. Nah, all good. All right, all let's right. move into last drinks, Kempi. Let's finish it off with a good one, mate. Okay, so this one, um, I'm pretty sure we haven't done this, but it gets mentioned pretty much most weeks. And there was a Snapchat or a message that went out between our group. Um, <laughs> and that was the Little Creatures Rogers. Yep. Uh, I'll, Delicious I'll, Dark Ale. Yeah. No. So I, I'm, I'm correct in saying I haven't reviewed this. Yeah. yeah I, I, thought you, I thought you did. But I, I, don't, no, I think I did um, a different this one, is... which was a Dark Ale. An old mate said here that, Little Creatures Rogers was a dark ale. And that's it's a dark just, ale, my friend. So funny you should mention that. So I emailed the people at... Oh. Uh, <laughs> you are one of them. Yes. You're one Little of Creatures. And Craig, thank you for your inquiry. I'm glad to hear the podcast is going well. Little, creatures, Little creatures Rogers is an American amber ale and not a dark ale. Yes. So... Clutching your straws here, I think, Kempi. Hey, stick that in your dark ale pipe and smoke it. He's got it from the horse out there, Mitchie. Well, let me see. Let me see the email, or is this just a made-up one from Mogstar22? Like, the rest Uh, of your responses. Well, I can't bring my emails up. Oh, I reckon it's a made-up one, I reckon. You can can share share the screen. Go on. uh, I can't at the moment. I'm having technical difficulties. Yes. No, I, I didn't get an email. That just came to me spare of the moment. And that's just because I'm a fucking funny person. Um, but, I enjoyed it. Wait, so well, I was correct. I called you out on it. Yeah, I didn't get an email, mate. <laughs> I was thinking, I thought he put a bit of work in here. I was ah, like, shit. You think I'm going to do that much work? Bloody hell no. Um, I did go to the website, however, and it did say that it was an American amber ale. Um, and it wasn't in their dark ale section. So, yeah. But moving back to the beard, I did actually have a couple of these during the week as per you, Mitchell. Um, and I just love the fact that they are a mid and they're just that full of flavoured. They're dark uh, mid. I like it. Yeah, they're not a dark mid. They're an amber, amber um, mid. In the middle of the traffic light. Yeah. Um, I'll, I, yeah, I just like the fact a lot of mids you can get are a little bit sort of watery, I suppose you'd call them. But this is, mm-hmm. yeah, more full flavoured, like I said. On the website, it sort of said it had these toffee and caramel type flavours. I just like the... You can call it what you like. I love the flavour of it. And I'm giving it a four and a half out of um, five red beards because it's got a red label. You can call it what you like, but you can't call it dark ale. Yes, you can. But yeah, delicious beer. Big fan of it. And it's amber. Very good. 
It's dark ale, but I uh, enjoyed that with a 4.5 out of 5. I had a few of those over the weekend. So. Yeah, yeah. We, we got the Snapchats. We're aware. Did you? Well, you guys could start giving something on social media. That'd be nice. Give us a Snapchat. Nah, not for me, mate. You're sitting there in your little, your little dark corner. Get out of the house and tell me what you're doing, mate. I want to go down. Mate, I'm going down the river. I'll send you a Snapchat shortly. I'm going down the river for a barbecue tea. I'll send uh, you yeah. a Snapchat. Of, dark uh, my, my fine rig out in the water. Just yeah. whatever you do, don't send me a Snapchat of you waffle stomping, Kevy. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. We're just dribbling shit here. Let's... Uh, <laughs> Pardon the pun. Let's, let's, uh, I've got my sister's birthday dinner to go to, so let's end this. All right. Thanks for joining us, everyone. Episode 12 of the Bearded Triplets podcast. We've got one more the season so um stay tuned and uh we'll bring you a few specials over december and january hopefully can do some live records which would be great and um and yeah so thanks for joining us make sure you get around us on our socials as usual give us a listen give us a share and remember be a legend and grow a beard you've been listening to the bearded triplets make sure you find the team on facebook instagram and twitter at the bearded triplets Don't forget to like, subscribe and review the show on any platform you stream for your podcast. Thank you very much for listening on behalf of Mitch, Kempe and Dillo. We'll see you next time.